Drivers, welcome back to the tavern. This is going to be going over the Toyota 500 at Darlington Raceway. I got to hurry up because I'm losing light outside. So, if you go to the description of this video or if you Google DFS Tavern on YouTube, it'll take you to this little website right here. You can hit our NASCAR channel or our NASCAR, you know, page right here, the Toyota 500 at Darlington. This is our Wednesday night stuff, everything you need, your sheet, the contest if you would like a chance to win a free entry into our next contest that'll be at Charlotte this weekend. Go ahead and tell me who you think is going to win stage number one. Is it going to be somebody starting mid-pack that we expect to dominate like a Truex, a Bowman, a Harvick? Or do you think it's going to be a potential dominator who's starting up in the front like Logano, Clinton Boyer, anybody else? Let me know who you think wins stage number one for your chance to be in this contest next race. And then if you type, if you click this little button right here, it'll open up the stat sheet into another channel. As soon as it loads, you'll be able to see what it has in it. So it has our stats, anything you might want to look at. Rating since 2007 here, the last six races, average points, uh, qualifying, everything you need. Past six races, past practice, past qualifying. I use this in addition to the race for the prize sheet to make my own picks and everything speaking of making picks and all that i provide a heat sheet in our discord and somebody who used that to take down a great great winning prize yesterday was eagles 1985 and ended up taking down a thousand dollar win not too bad and especially not too bad only putting six dollars in that is a not life-changing amount of money but it's a good amount to get in this day and age so if you want to check that out just go ahead and use the description of this video or type in dfs tavern to take you there now let's get right into this race here i got some notes written down that i want to go over and talk to you now i'm going to try and get over this really quick or get into it short but things i want to start saying people are looking into track history way too much here i don't know if it's because you know that's really the only thing we have we're like the same stats not sure what it is exactly but the ownership that was shown on Sunday's race shows that people are just looking at previous races, um, previous track types. They're not doing the research and people have switched cars using different crew chiefs, things of that nature. That is something we need to pay attention to. They only race here once a year. This isn't 2002 where they're here twice a year or anything. They've only raced here once a year for the past, you know, 10, 11, 13 years, somewhere around that way. So those, these guys have ran different cars in that time. So using track history and, and just Darlington track data is, is not a great way to start. I would use, I would f much rather focus on um, recent data, their recent form coming into this and using yesterday's race or at least their last run. Cause that was later in the day and it's going to be closer to what they start in on Wednesday night. Um, the race is going to be at night. The car that these guys had later in the race yesterday is going to be closer to what they're going to start with entering this race. So people who made improvements throughout the race, people who were able to change stuff on the cars, people who were able to show long run speed are going to be the people that I like here. We're going to start off by talking about potential dominators that I see happening. Now you can look at it two ways here, and this is going to be pretty quick. You can look at it two ways here. Um, you could argue that the people starting up front are going to have track position because this race yesterday was won on pit road by kevin harvick who had the number one pit stall he really didn't pass anybody on the track all the passing was done in pit road and track position was key so do you want to take this from a approach of people who are starting up in the front in this race could be logano could dominate showed some improvement throughout the race he improved his time from where he started because he was fading back in the race yesterday he was able to kind of crawl through 
the field. He was still stuck behind people, but he's able to crawl through the field, um, and he's going to end up starting third. Now, he's starting third on the inside lane. That's not where you want to be, but I think he has a faster car than Ty Dillon or Ryan Priest. Ryan Blaney, another guy that showed some disappointment yesterday, but showed some improvement at the end of the race of how they were racing. The Penske cars should be way better today than they unloaded yesterday. I have no issue looking at Blaney. A guy that I'm really interested in is Clint Boyer, who was sixth fastest on average yesterday. I'll get more into him when we're going over the GPP strategy there. Or do you want to attack the guys that we know are going to be fast tomorrow, like Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott, Kurt Busch, Alex Bowman, Kevin Harvick. These guys are all grouped in together starting 15th to 20th, respectively. Out of these guys, if I had to choose a dominator between them, I'm yet again going to hop on the Alex Bowman bandwagon. I'm going to hop on the Kevin Harvick bandwagon because they showed what they have. But the guy who impressed me the most was Martin Truex Jr. Yes, he had some issues yesterday. He wasn't up there leading, but Martin Truex Jr. had one of the best cars yesterday. He just ended up getting some damage on the left front or on the on the right front of the car which i don't know why they didn't talk about on the broadcast um but he had some issues he just got caught in traffic but martin tricks jr had a good car if i had to rank these guys starting 15th to 20th i would probably go kevin harvick alex bowman truex hamlin elliott and then kurt bush those would be the guys i would imagine could dominate starting mid-pack just because it was the fastest cars at the end of the race yesterday my safe plays that I like that you should use in, in GPPs or cash, you know, it's going to be Jimmy Johnson. It's going to be Ricky Stenhouse Jr. It's going to be William Byron. It's going to be Kyle Busch. These guys are starting in the back. They're a bit expensive. You're going to have to prioritize which one you want from those. But, I mean, those are the safest plays. Those, that If I was playing cash, that is my player pool. Like, I would focus on trying to get as many of those place differential guys in there as possible. My GPP strategy of what I want to do in this race I want to try and have two dominators, either from that group of cars starting 15th to 20th or trying to nail the dominator who leads early. I think somebody who is starting inside the top 10 is going to lead the first part of the first stage. Or maybe they, if, if, if it goes green, they should lead the entire first stage with the track position. I really want to argue Clint Boyer. Um, he showed speed yesterday. He's not terrifying me as much as some people. I, I don't know who, who people have talked about. I haven't watched any other videos. But I like Clint Boyer a lot. Starting on the outside lane. He's going to start fourth. That's where you want to be on the outside lane here. He should have an advantage on Joey Logano because starting third is probably the worst spot on this track to start. Uh, you're at a disadvantage because the leader is going to start on the outside. Second place is going to have to react to them, and then you just have a late reaction. The car on the outside line should get around you. That means Clint Boyer should be able to get around Joey Logano, and that means Clint Boyer, who should have a better car than Ty Dillon or Ryan Priest, should get around him. And I think Clint Boyer has the potential to, to lead a good chunk of the starting laps if, uh, if he can get by Logano and Blaney. I like I like Boyer a lot for an early leader. Don't know why. I just have a feeling there, so I'll, I'll put that out there. If it's not them, I would focus on getting two dominators of the people who we know are going to be fast. Like I said, Martin Truex Jr., Alex Bowman, Kevin Harvick. That's where I would defer to if you're too scared to go with the the Boyer bandwagon or the the Blaney train or the Logano train. Or you could just argue that Ryan Priest is going to lead them. I don't believe that'll happen, but he is starting first. He should sign the outside lane. There's worse plays out there. The pivots that I really like so far, and I really want to pivot to no man's land, and that is between $6,200 and $7,900. I understand that's a big chunk, but a lot of these guys are going to not own 
any ownership. One, because they're stuck in between the expensive guys and the cheap guys who, if you're stacking people in the back or if you're stacking the, check, the chalk plays because the, the pricing is perfect, in my opinion. You have Jimmy Johnson starting in the back at 9,100. 9, William Byron, 8,900. Chris Buescher, 8,100. I imagine people will go there. If you want to throw in a dominator there, like, or in that same lineup, Say, for example, Alex Bowman, Kevin Harvick. These guys are priced up as well. You can't just pick all the guys who are priced up. You're going to have to go down. That means 6,200 to 7,900 should have pretty much no ownership. The guys in that range that I really like, Christopher Bell, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., because people are going to be scared to play Stenhouse. I mean, I played him yesterday. If I played him yesterday and he burned me, I'm going to play him starting dead last. He can't get any worse than negative 13 points. Cole Custer, $6,600. Nobody should be on Cole Custer. I just don't see any ownership on him. $6,600. I can happily play him. He should be pretty good. He ran all right yesterday, just ended up not finishing well. I'm perfectly fine there. Tyler Reddick as well, and Matt Kenseth. Those would be the guys I would go to for my pivot plays that I like for GPPs. Um, and, and that's how I would approach this race. It's going to be interesting. I think the first, let's say, 30, 40 laps is not going to tell you a whole lot of who's going to be winning the race. I think whoever leads those laps probably won't win the race. You're going to, I mean, I love Truex this week, or in this race here. I love Truex. Harvick offers place differential. Alex Bowman offers place differential. Those are the guys I would go with. Uh, everybody, everybody else is a bit sketchy. That's my video. That's the picks that I like. Figured I'd get that out there for you guys. Best of luck, and... NASCAR is back. I got my Xfinity video out if you want to see that because we don't do it on the tavern. And thank you guys so much for watching. Best of luck, and we shall see how it works.